some for comfort Stay dry on a rainy day Voices pulling you this way and out there So come all you gotta do But no matter the outside So your insides are true yeah. Cast aside all that binds you Let spirit find you for a while Reach and reach and deep
welcome to the Common Thread Collective. I'm Global Val here. I just finished a, an abbreviated women's magazine, so I wanted to uh, include a poem that I didn't quite have time for for that uh, first podcast slot recording, um, if indeed it is recording on time. <laughs> Mutiny Radio. Here's a, here's a poem for you, and then we'll come back in just a moment. I wrote this over the summer. As the world calls for vengeance, retribution, returning hate with violence, as voters cry fraud and righteous indignation, the goddess, Mary Isis, is making cosmic love as a psychic salve. Roll under her touches, be soothed and cooed by how much love is pooled in every pore of the hearts that seek love but see red that suffer by association, yet whose souls are being fed by being fed up, raising the bristles that would otherwise love to be rubbed. Take a breath, friends. Hold my hand that I extend. We are one, wonderful, and well. Of life's great spring, we are the oyster shell that feeds the soil and enriches the ground. Be vigilant, but be patient. The tide will always swell. So beautiful. A positive message about uh, about where we go from here, and the real it's going from here really is a realization of who we are, who we can be, and and this amazing journey that we're on called it's called a zigzag journey, a spiral dance. It's a zigzag journey, spiral dance. Hey Val, it's so good to see you. It's good to see you too, Dave. I'm happy that we can be here at Mutiny Radio today. To cut it up, to talk about it, to figure out what we can do, yeah. and, the role that, uh, and the role of finding that common thread can play. And speaking about Ken, Ken Bay, we got our brother, uh, yeah. our brother Bloodflower. Yeah, he's going to play in a minute. We'll play Ubi, and then we'll get oh, yeah. him set up with a microphone. Yeah, we got time, no problem. We do have time. Time's time's one thing that we we uh, it's nice that we have this time every Friday from three to six we're here at Twenty First and Florida Streets that's twenty seven eighty one Twenty First Street here in San Francisco, in the Mission District, and uh, you're welcome to come and join us. Our door yeah, yeah, do. we're here. We've got microphones set up. You've got music, poetry, activism, uh, stories to tell. Let us know what's going on, and uh, we'll be streaming around the internet. The planet on the internet on musicianradio.fm in these in these uh, in these astounding kind of times, right? And finding that <laughs> common thread and letting it flourish, and with the realization that everybody, each and every person hearing it, each and every person around can uh, can join the conversation. It's true. Can join the conversation because what 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 will emerge will emerge, and I just want to leave, uh, uh, to be continued, but I want to see what I see happening at Sanding Walk, now is spread around the country as people realize it's a different way to go, and it's amazing. Last, uh, it's amazing to see how, how that spirit has gone around the country around, and, uh, and around the planet. Yeah. Here we are taking a, playing a part and uh, using these three hours, oh my goodness, to uh, help <laughs> make it happen. So here's, here's Ubi, my son Ubi saying, Everything is going to be all right. Yeah, everything's going to be all right. How are we going to do that? But we'll talk about that after the blood flowers go. Where do the blue 
Welcome back. You're listening to the Common Thread Collective here, MutinyRadio.fm, San Francisco. And uh, I think we're going to have a little live uh, piano playing out there in the studio. So uh, I'm going to turn up Bloodflower's microphone.
yeah, Blood Flower. Awesome. Thank you for playing. Thank you. And uh, Blood Flower, you and I, and James Ellis, and Jennifer Barone, and possibly, I think, E.K. Keith um, are going to be there at Adobe Books on Sunday from 5 to 7. So I hope folks will come out and uh, join us for that. It's going to be an Adobe Books kind of weekend because tomorrow is Diamond Dave's birthday at Adobe Books at 6 o'clock. So, um, you know, come and hang out on 24th Street this weekend. And featuring, I just got a call from them, our, our house band, Goddesses Galore, Sisters Glorious. I'm talking about uh, uh, Trio Cambio. Yeah, Trio and, Cambio. Uh, and, uh, they were here last week um, and played some really beautiful uh, songs in tribute to Standing Rock and to Water and to Life. And that was right before our phone call from Feather, who called in from Standing Rock, from the camp out there. We had a few folks um, get on the phone. And again, they're going to be calling in today at 5 o'clock to check in and let us know what's going on out there with the Dakota Access Pipeline uh, protest. Yeah, it's a, a protest. It's big week in this country. Holy yeah, moly. It's a protest, I think. It's more than a protest. It is. It's people. In fact, I saw, did you see pictures of Feather? She's our connection there, Rainbow Sister, uh-huh. longtime friend, and uh, she said, sent around on, uh, on FB face, Facebook uh, the building of her yurt, this crew, this crew, this yurt co-op. By the way, we're uh, we're, we're underwritten by uh, Organic Valley Co-op, Family of Farms. Yeah. But this uh, co-op co-op uh, brought uh, brought and built a bunch of yurts. They were they have a huge. Uh, now they have a huge uh, dome, a dome that uh, a dome that the folks from the desert put up. Plus they they have these yurts, and Feather has her own yurt now. It's a tiny, it's a beautiful thing because the winter gets really cold there in uh, in North Dakota. I'm from Minnesota, so the, so the yurt, Mongolia yurt, so beautiful. Mongolia yurt, so warm, so warm. It's like a teepee from Mongolia, a yurt. And so she sent pictures of this yurt they built for her. They're building yurts of various sizes for people who are on their way, are there on their way to Standing Rock, of which many, many are involved. And what I see, speaking about the election, uh-huh. uh, the election and the uh, post-Trump, and of course an election which... Uh, Trump got the electoral vote, the electoral college, uh, but by several hundred thousands, uh, several hundred thousands, uh, Hillary uh, got the popular vote. It's true. And uh, many, many, many people who voted uh, who voted in Hillary various states, if we if it was by popular vote, now uh, Val, the uh, electoral college is something that goes back to I think 1796 and so on something like that and the idea was that uh, that uh, and they were mostly uh, aristocrats who uh, aristocrats who became the electoral college uh, right it was it was uh, white male members of of uh, powerful families right there you got it and uh, now this is this has lasted until then what's new this is the second time in this century, only two, in which the uh, the popular vote exceeded 
the electoral college. If people have been elected, right. we would have had a different president uh, before. Uh, right, we would have had Al Gore. Gore. Because he got the popular vote, and then Florida was the contested state for the electoral uh, votes, and then they went. It, the Supreme Court decided um, that it was it went to George W. And uh, then he became the president. Remember that? I do, and uh, the hanging chads. <laughs> God. And the pictures of people they uh, go looking at each, uh, all of that stuff. And then the Supreme Court. Here's another thing, Val. Yeah. The Supreme Court. Has a vacancy. All of them said, no, no, no uh, George Bush is the president. And now we have a situation with, with Trump in which two of, or at least three, or maybe even three members will be vacant. Some are my age, 79, that's old in Supreme Court terms. Think of myself in the Supreme Court, fuck. And, uh, and one is 80. And so they're gonna be, uh, they're gonna, I'm sure, they're, they're the liberals. They're gonna hang out soon. And in a tradition of the Supreme Court of the First Amendment of, uh, of choice, women's choice, all of that, they, they're, they're behind that. But they're going, and who do you think is gonna have the right to appoint the new Supreme Court judges. Well, you know, um, at this point, since um, since Justice uh, Scalia died, it's been almost 300 days. And so there have been some situations in the past where um, the legal obligation um, of, uh, well, the Senate to, to hold hearings on the Supreme Court justice nominees, um, you know, they've basically just put their foot down and refused to have any hearings. Um, but I think it's, I mean, it's an unprecedented amount of time. Um, so there's actually a movement out there to say that they've been, uh, you know, negligent of their duty and that the president, current president, President Obama, may in fact just get be able to appoint a justice um, due to their negligence. Well, so I, I invite all uh, constitutional uh, lawyers to get on that, and uh, and you can give us a call and let us know if you know anything more about that. Four one five 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 zero zero five one one. Well, time will tell. Um, time will tell. And uh, if we look at it today, we got a Republican. In fact, all right. A man who's capable of anything, an oddball for sure, president of the United States. How that happened is a long discussion. What? President of the United States. The very steps that was happened, like the FBI coming out and saying they had all this new stuff, and it turned out they had nothing. Nothing. But, but that took them five days, hundreds of thousands. This was a, uh, a laptop that had been hers. And then, with, then oddly enough, it became in the in the in the office in the in the head wherever it is that uh, the wiener lived, and he had that computer, and so they could seize it, and they and they had this unprecedented thing where we got hundreds of thousands of blah blah blah. It turns out that there's an old computer. There's a bunch of email on it, thousands of email. Most have nothing to do with uh, Hillary. Those that uh, do have, do do come from Hillary, they already have. It was a total. It was totally bullshit. And what role it played in assuring the the victory of Trump? Remember, now we have a president, Trump. <laughs> we got a, a Senate, a Republican. We got a we got a, a state a legislature, Republican. So in some ways, unless we get together, we're in deep shit. But uh, I think we have my brother, Doug, Doug Pa. What do you think about the situation? Oh, well, we've been in deep shit for, like, decades. Oh, no doubt. Well, <laughs> it's it, I mean, right? I mean, my alarm clock went off a long, long time ago. This is, 
you know, I know. But, uh, this, I know. This is a kind of a situation <laughs> where people are on the move. I went out of five high schools yesterday. Yeah, that they, was beautiful. Yeah. I saw some of that out there, all the little ones out there huh? voicing their uh, uh, opinion and, and, and feelings about all of this, you know. Uh, and, and a few of them went by me, and they told me that they had my back. That's exactly Which was right. very, I was touched by that. Well, you I, know, I got so. a little moist, actually. You, you, know? my, yeah. my, you got my back, dog pile. So, yeah, so yeah. I got your back, dog pile, here. And what I'm thinking, we're getting a call at uh, about 15 to 10 minutes or so. But what I'm thinking, what occurred to me late at night, because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, my mind is running, I'm, I'm thinking, the words that came to me was reoccupy. Time for a reoccupy. Time to find a space to test the situation. Maybe we can go back to where we were. Maybe there'll be another place. They would say, you can't be here, but we'll say, where, where can we be? I think the situation with San Francisco is a sanctuary city with some, uh, a sanctuary city. I yeah, that's right. Ed Lee said that uh, on his clock, it will always be a sanctuary city. That's right. What so a load of crap, huh? Well, we'll make I it. Mean, I we'll, can't believe a well, thing we that make motherfucker it. says. Well, we yeah. got to make it yeah. happen. Yeah. We can't. It's, I don't know what he says. Is what we, yeah. uh, lip, so lip service, lip service, of yes. course. It's but that's right. federal that's funding. Right. We get federal, you know, that's I mean, right. that's, that's, that's a big... Um, you know, fear amongst a lot of the folks here that it'll oh, yeah. cease to be a sanctuary city um, or that sanctuary city status won't be acknowledged at a federal level. Well, let's acknowledge right here. Uh, right here. So what I'm saying to go back, there needs to be a place. I think I'm, other people are thinking of this too. This needs to be a place where, uh, where a, play, a, a place where people can gather, where we can talk about what, where we go and what it's about where people are welcome to come, and it's time to reoccupy. Reoccupy. You need anyway, a security force for that occupation. Well, because a lot of times that security force is not there, and that's why it goes away. Well, we did it for a long time. I was there from beginning to end, you know? and there's other people who were, and uh, what we need, you know, we talk about what security is and how we can do it. Certainly, there are a lot of lessons learned. Yeah, but I think we need a place. Hard. We need to get, we, uh, dare to struggle, dare to win. Uh, we need to have a place where people can come 24-7, where we can have the kind of daily gatherings of people to talk about where we go and to show that we're here and we're, we're, we're offering sanctuary. I don't expect Ed Lee to do anything but hopefully stand aside, but it's a test. Here be Howard. Is that, uh, is that oh, so beautiful sister? Yeah. Uh, the people are gathering. Is that, uh, is that the Rainbow Madonna on the phone? It is. Yeah. Okay, but before we do, Howard. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hold Rainbow, on just a Rainbow second. Madonna. Hold on a second, and we'll be right with you. Hey, Howard, so what do you have to say? Uh, well, first of all, thank you, Diamond Dave, and thank you, Val. Um, I think one of the things we, we have to do is look at what we have done wrong, because you all, much as it's easy to... Like what we've done wrong. Uh, well, let's talk about what we've done right as well. Right, exactly. But, look at but it it's very, way. very easy. It's very, very easy to see what uh, is being done wrong by uh, Mr. Trump, etc. I'm not going to call him president until he until he takes the oath, um, because still well, Barack Obama is my president. Well, uh, and, um, we were organizing. We, okay, go ahead. 
So uh, when we uh, take a look at ourselves, I look back at this very ironic election and realized that people born in the year of Monica voted in their first election this year. Uh, the year of Monica, 1998, those people born in that year turned 18 this year, and they had a choice between a guy who acted worse than Bill Clinton did in that year of Monica and Bill Clinton becoming our first first gentleman. That's, a, that's very ironic. And what we did back then, I think most people, for lack of a better word, on the left, said at that time was, this is a coup d'etat, and we can't let the Republicans pull off a coup d'etat uh, just because Bill Clinton did something ethically wrong, but not really constitutionally wrong. But then he did lie under oath about it, which was the constitutionally uh, offense afterwards. Yeah. But it was. Um, it was it was it was a, a hunt. It was the Ken Starr, right, just kinda went after his personal life. You know, no one was really terribly surprised, mm -hmm. right? And actually you bring that issue up that he lied, uh Actually, the way the question was framed, it was framed in such a way that oral sex was not defined as sex. So <laughs> he answered the question technically, honestly. This is what we've—the problem we've often had with uh, uh, Bill and Hillary Clinton—is that they are technically legal, and everything else, they're not so legal, uh, or at least not so ethical, is what I mean to say. But. What we uh, on the left did back then was we noted that this conduct that he had done did not deserve uh, rewarding the Republicans with a coup d'etat. But we have to understand also that we can't reward uh, the people who have done this. And uh, I had a lot of sympathy for Hillary Clinton at the time, uh, but I later find out that she slut-shamed a lot of uh, Bill Clinton's uh, former girlfriends uh, or women who had accused him of se sexual harassment. Uh, and um, I have a hard time uh, accepting that as being, uh, yes, it was technically legal what she did, but it was ethically so, uh, wrong. So are you saying, well, we have the Rainbow Madonna waiting. Uh, let's talk, let's uh, let her talk. But I want to get back to it. So think about it. So are you saying that what happened way back then well, it was, uh, was, was one of the things that resulted in her defeat? I think there's also the Clinton Trust. There's also all of that which came out and which they didn't know what, you know. Uh, and I think, I think because of that, a lot of people who were going to vote did not vote. A lot of that generation. I, I or think, they didn't vote for president. Yeah, to, you asked me the question. Uh, I think what happened was that it created this moral, cli this climate of moral relativism where we accept just about anything as long as it's technically legal. And that may be a good way for us not to be arrested on the street, of course, 
but that's not how I want to choose my president. Well, yeah, yeah. And, and just on the same like note, it, I, I was thinking about this the other day because there were so many people that I talked to throughout this whole year, year and a half when this campaign's just been ro- roaming around. And, you know, you talk to people about Hillary Clinton and I'm not a big Hillary Clinton fan, really, but by any stretch. But, um, you know, people would, would evidently say, well, you know. I just don't like, you know, she did, you know, what she did with with her husband. And I'm like, you know what? That is a total double standard. You're going to judge a woman on her uh, marital decision making her, uh, you know, and, and, and yet let this this primary, this other candidate who's just bragging about, you know, groping women without consent um, and, and, and say, well, it's just, you know, it's just how he is. And yet. And yet moralize on Hillary, who's a woman, because there's so I mean, there's so many reasons why, you know, I mean, I don't think you should be questioning, you know, some sort of personal, you know, choice to whether to stay married or be divorced. But I remember it was a big moral uh, conversation in the country, you know, like, oh, well, she goes by Rodham Clinton, so she's liberated. And then this whole thing came out about Monica Lewinsky. And then it was like, well, she better divorce him or else she's not real. She's not really a modern woman. You know, I I mean, and I've heard people make this argument recently, and it really like rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> it's like you know that's such a double standard. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I bet they, yeah, the ethics. It would be nice if, if we had more ethical people in politics. Well, we got what we got. We got Trump. <laughs> Thank you, Howard. Myself. And I want to talk to. We have that. We have We do. We have a phone call, and yeah, I think it's from. But a myself, I uh, voted uh, when I said I'm voting green in a blue state. Because I knew I knew that uh, my, that uh, Hillary would take California, which she did big time, as she did New York. And, but I could uh, I could make that personal decision to vote green in a, in a blue state. And we'll talk about that. But here's uh, yeah, Dave. Why don't you put your headphones on because uh, Rainbow Madonna is on the phone, okay. or you got something else? Rainbow uh, Madonna. She's on this How phone. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Um, I'd, I'd like to add, um, if I may. Yeah, hi, um, welcome. I, thank you. I did not vote for any candidate of U.S. corporation. <laughs> I am aligning myself with um, sovereign tribes such as the Anishabi and the Haudenosaunee, living according to. Algonquin Iroquois peace principles and the longhouse tradition. I'd like to read a poem that I wrote some years ago, and then, if I may, um, Diamond Dave is going to be our guest on Sunday with poet Mimi German and Olea Love, and also um, I'd like to let listeners know about our. Um, ongoing Standing Rock Sovereignty Council radio program tomorrow that Grandmother Carrie Dan may actually be joining us on. I just spoke with her, as well as Marshall Jack and um, Eagle Eye Man and White Wolf from up north. So I'm very much pursuing true sovereignty and expecting that I'm going to need to be adopted into a sovereign tribe. Here's a poem called Following the Call of Spirit. I was born in the houses of power, and I was called to reconnect to the earth. 
So following the call of spirit, I sold all I'd ever had and went up on the mountain. And when I came down to the valley, spirit led me to the wilderness, and there I learned to live with nothing, to grind my corn with rocks, to weave baskets from the grass, pine needles and branches around me. I sewed my own moccasins from free cloth and lived beneath the stars. And then spirit said it's time to help with the healing of the earth. And I came back inside and my children asked for television and electricity and that's okay. And I came back indoors and used a computer and used electricity. And still the trees, the stars, the water, rocks, the moon, and all creation has become alive again for me. And healing the earth and realizing our unity has become the ultimate reality. We are one in the spirit. We are one in this life. And they'll know we are relations by our love, by our love. Yes, they'll know we are relations by our love. And the reality of healing requires real work, requires labor, and requires cooperation and respect. And cannot happen so long as there is you and me. In this healing, there is only I and I. Anything less will meet with less than success and our children deserve our best. The earth is our mother. We must take care of them, of her. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Blow it at the end. Um, and so for listeners who want to join us this weekend for the Earth Aid radio programs, which are part of the global Earth Aid movement, um, join us for the ongoing Saturday Standing Rock Water Protectors Solutions Forum when we're joined by White Wolf, a senior Wachi Nehewak Chief, Marshal Jack, Eagle Eye Man, and Morning Light. The Asini Wachi Nehewak did their sovereignty paperwork to the Queen of England in 1995. And we will continue our exploration of how to mend the sacred hoop of life and protect the, protect the sacred waters of life, following the sovereignty principles laid out by Meredith Quinn to assist the great Dakota, Lakota, and Nakota nation in their stand to protect the waters and sacred sites. Marshal Jack, ceremonial doctor and healer of ancestral lineages, whose specialty is healing the waters, tells us, keep the waters flowing, good luck, it is what it is. Go till you go, ask permission, call in the holy ones, always be grateful, find the joy. Marshal in ceremony invokes the spirit of the 13 grandmothers, Gaia, and all life itself to raise consciousness and tear down these walls we have erected around our own divinity. The earth is in this shape, he tells us, because of us. Restore the sacred connections and restore life, heal the waters and heal ourselves. And then, Sunday, Diamond Dave, the poet laureate of San Francisco, who has a Diamond Dave Day in his honor in San Francisco, and host with Val of Common Thread Collective Radio, and Bob Dylan's original mentor, turned 79 this Saturday, and we're honored he'll be joining us live on the air his birthday weekend with anti-nuke activist, gardener and truth poet, and rocker Mimi German to read straight from the heart poetry that blasts through the ennui to awaken listeners to truth that need to be heard in the struggle for earth justice and healing. Hey, Val. Also join... Hmm? Oh, hey, uh, uh, <laughs> hey, Lisa. I'm talking yeah. about the Rainbow Madonna. Well, that's, yes. uh, well, that's, uh, I, I have this feeling, we were, I was just talking before, before you came on, that out, out of uh, Standing Rock, Standing yes. Rock has come to the spirit that's gone from coast to coast, 
This land oh, is yeah. your land and this land is my land kind of uh, spirit. And that spirit uh-huh. of prayer, that spirit of all those things you talked about, of understanding it's a sacred way, yes. a peace and love, we're part, we're part of. So, uh, so they're going to be calling it five. So let me tell people how to get to these programs. Yes, I was please, about to ask please you. Please do, right. yeah. I, 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 right. Give us the phone they, number. The phone number. Well, the phone number you can call in and listen to the programs both is 845-277-9359. If you want to go to the program page where you'll be able to hear the show and participate in the live online chat page as well, go to blogtalkradio.com backslash WBN slope which stands for White Buffalo Nation Save Life on Planet Earth. (laughs) Blogtalkradio.com backslash WBN Slope, and um, you'll be able to access the program pages or phone 845-277-9359. And everybody's really excited, Dave, about it being your birthday weekend. And listeners, we have like 50 lines, so people can all call. I really hope that we can... um, get to sing, Dave, a beautiful rainbow chorus of happy birthday. <laughs> and I want, I'm inviting the people here, hey Val, uh, what time, this is between 1 and 2 on Sunday, is that the time to call in? No, it's Pacific time from 12 to 2. 12 to 2, Sunday. Yes, I've and, and so you, Mimi German, and Alea Love who you may know already. And I'd love to have uh, Val, uh, Val to come and do a poem, that poem which she did. Oh, please. Well, I'm just I'm looking at her Thank and Thank you. I'd love, I'd love to. I can call in on Sunday. Please call. Guests are supposed to call in five minutes before the hour. Okay. Do that 845-277-9359 so we're all in the green room together. Oh, well, this sounds okay. uh, beautiful. Thank <laughs> you. Step and that spirit... I'm, uh, I'm saying this time and put you to Trump, what are we going to do? But I think with the, the spirit uh, the spirit that's coming out of Standing Rock, yes. uh, in fact, they're calling it five. I'm talking about my sister Feather. Rain and the rain, it, yes. it really goes back. Yes. It goes back and it goes back for hundreds of years. But particularly, I'm thinking that just by chance, the spirit, and a lot of people say you can't be, you should be, blah, blah, blah. The spirit of the <laughs> rainbow brought us to, uh, to the Black Hills of South Dakota, uh-huh. is that right? Uh-huh. And I was there. And yes. what came out was the uh, Lakota Rainbow Alliance, and that, yes. and that was Standing Rock and the folks there, and uh, and the folks there in the circles we did, and the people came down and joined us in the Black Hills, the, the sacred land, and I said it was a, it's a it's a, a spiritual journey, and here we are, and the Lakota Alliance. I was in New York, in fact, almost a year ago. I was in Washington D.C. asking for. Uh, the release of hey, hey Obama, pardon, yes. whatever way, yes. let Leonard yes. Peltier out of prison. Yes. So that's going to be the month it's of December because that's the last time that Obama can do that. So we're, yes, so we're going to be. Yes, I believe Felipe is still leading that, is he not? He's part of it. I don't lead it. He's part of it. We were together. Yes, he's part of it. Feather okay. is part of it. Uh, uh, Red Feather, Red Feather, and uh, Loud Hawk, the sisters, we're all part of it. We went to Washington D.C. Yes. And circled well, the White House. And what I want to say, well, let me say this too. December third, uh, December, there's a caravan that's coming out of uh, out of uh, New Mexico, out of Taos. They called uh, last week and going to uh, going to Pine Ridge, and then Standing Rock, and picking up people along the way. 
and then, the, then there'll be a caravan that will go all the way to Washington, D.C., and it's leaving uh, December 3rd. At the, well, this is all Indian time in a way. But December, well, th uh, December 3rd, going to Washington, D.C., saying, let Leonard Peltier walk free. I am on I-80 corridor, you know, uh -huh. WBN property, and I've been speaking with Carol Ann about if the Casbah caravan moves. You know, obviously, I don't want to drive my... RV on my car by myself <laughs> without oh. a mechanic. I learned that in the Bam Bam years. <laughs> One must always, a grandmother must always have a competent mechanic on board. <laughs> Literally, metaphorically, and here we are. Hey, Val. Yes, exactly. See, Val is my exactly. competent mechanic here. So what I'm saying... Thanks, Dave. Uh, otherwise, I'd be talking to myself, which I do. So what I'm saying, there's amazing times ahead. There's amazing times ahead, and using this uh, this vehicle of the uh, this vehicle of the message of what we're doing right now, inviting others to join to let the people know what they're doing is a step forward. It's going to be amazing. And yes, so I say, and there's Occupy. no need to there's no need to fight with the new world order. We have our own sovereign nations that are being activated for the healing of the earth. That's exactly right. I love, you, we, I love you, sister. <laughs> I love you, sister. I love you, too. Happy birthday. Well, and I'm, se and that, that I'm 79. In, I know. One day. Hey, um, I'm how, man. Wait, wait. How Elder. old are you inside? How old are you inside? Well, what came to me when I was 78 from the Spirit, she speaks to me, and she said, <laughs> learn to love, love to learn, this never ends. And then yeah. she said, uh, hate will get you nowhere, love will get you everywhere. And then she and said... And you're eternal, Dave. Fuck yeah. Well, I got a lot of people <laughs> in here, too, waiting to... Well, this is my dog. Anyway, but what I want to say to you, let's continue to connect. I'll talk Sunday. I got the number. Yes. At noon, right? 12 to, 12 to 2. Five? You need to call it 5 to noon. Okay. On Sunday. And Val, you too. Okay? And everybody's welcome to stay in the circle. We will handle the feather wisely. Wow. <laughs> what a wonderful adventure. We're learning these tools. Hey, Val. Yeah, thank as, you. as we're doing it, as we're doing it, it's amazing how this is opening up and the role that more and more we can play here at Mutiny Radio, Common Thread, as people call in from where they are and come through. Already we've got a lot of people in here. Yeah, we come do. Through to, because the discussion goes on. And uh, the words I'm going to say, and I'll leave you with this, is it's, it's uh, a zigzag journey. A spiral uh -oh. dance, and to be continued, and uh, 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 to be continued, and uh, I love you, sister, and uh, we're all connecting. We're connecting. We're not connected yet, but we're in the process of connecting.
Right. Anyway, this is called Spoonful. Spoonin', 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 
and spoon Everybody wild about it Everybody crazy about it Spoon and spoon Oh, and spoon and spoon All right. Well, you know what? Hey, Diamond Dave. Diamond Dave, why don't you come on into the booth here? Yeah. Hold on here. No. 
there's a there's a live radio folks here <laughs> common thread collective san francisco here on mutinyradio.fm um our blues our blues friends are going to work it out i know that they are but on the phone and diamond dave's here of course um is a, a an old uh, an old acquaintance a, a long time acquaintance rather of diamond dave's lorenzo and he's calling in from kansas city welcome to the show hey lorenzo yeah welcome to the Thank you very Collective. much. And there's Thanks a lot for having of, me here. And we're having here. It's a natural anarchy. We got the blues singers. We got we got it's a natural anarchy and open mic. You can probably imagine what it's like in the key, which I think the key here is the key of the key to life. Uh, uh, we're connected because I've, I've been reading your Facebook uh, Facebook thoughts about what's going on and how we can deal with this situation and how we can turn it from the, from the dark to the light and how we can build a real movement of the people. Finally, I'm about to turn 79 years old. I think you're, two, you're six years younger. We have a lot of experiences to bring to it. And so tell us a bit what uh, what, you've, uh, what you think, looking at the situation where we got this right, alt-right guy, Trump, who seems to be incapable of anything, but he's going to be running the show. What can we do? Well, you know, this is this is a moment, you know, of triumph for the for the uh, really dangerous fascist tendencies in this country. So There's no think. question about that. Uh, here's a guy who goes in the office who is uh, endorsed, openly endorsed, by the Ku Klux Klan and and other white racists and paramilitary uh, organizations. And there's no doubt that he's he's a dangerous element. But the reality also is, this is a moment uh, where. Uh, there's possibilities for revolution as well because there is a crisis. There's, in fact, a deep crisis that produced both Obama and uh, uh, Trump, to be quite honest. Uh, the, the capitalist economy has been, uh, on, you know, collapsing for, for quite some time. Uh, there is uh, mass um, hysteria and, and want among a large portion of the people in this country. So um, that is uh, what has produced uh, the possibility for Trump to even be elected. You know what I'm saying? And uh, what we have to understand is uh, not to give in to pessimism. Too many people are just totally confused and they don't know what to do. And, um, you know, for me personally, I, I, I see that, you know, one of the first things is not to become pessimistic, but to understand that this is both, like I said, tragedy and it could be triumph. It, it, it depends on us. To be quite honest, you know, we be have honest. to keep resisting. Being quite honest is uh, more important now than ever. And we've reached, yeah. the, the, we've reached the age, Lorenzo, where we can see what was it, the, the Gospel of Thomas. They, Jesus is quoted saying, there's, uh, when disciples ask him, how do we pray? What should we do? How should we and he just said, don't lie and don't do what you hate. Don't lie, don't do what you hate. And I think yeah. we, if we keep that in mind, and we can build it, the movement is being happening. People are out in the streets for the first time yeah. since Occupy in many ways. In fact, I, yeah. I'm thinking of Occupy in many ways. I mean, all the way across the country, as we speak in front of the, in front of the Trump Tower, there are probably hundreds of people taking pictures, laughing, carrying on, and saying, mm -hmm. "Trump, not for me." We have another situation, and the situation is also, although strangely enough, we can talk about it. He's got going to win the electoral college. He's got the he's got the votes but in fact uh, hillary clinton got hundreds of thousands of uh, more votes than he did for the first time uh, second time in this century the century we have the the, the the candidate who supposedly lost got more in the electoral college than the popular vote than uh, than the guy who they said won trump but in addition to that dave it's important to understand that um the uh republicans uh have engaged in one of the largest um 
uh, voter suppression campaigns in the, in the, in the uh, history of the country uh, that has resulted in uh, almost 10 million or more persons not being allowed to vote, especially in the black community. That's you true. know, people are saying, well, why didn't the blacks come out and why didn't people didn't mobilize? Well, a lot of people may have come to the voting place or just been told that they had no right to vote, you know, because, uh, you know, uh, they had been uh, either purged from the polls or, um, you know, or, or, or some other pretext. In Florida, for instance, the last time Bush ran, uh, they did it with, uh, they told people in Florida that they were uh, purged because they were supposedly uh, ex-offenders. So, you know, millions of people were not allowed to vote. And, uh, and then the votes... And then they, uh, we suspect that a lot of votes were added on uh, in addition to that to uh, the vote total for Trump. I, I don't think it was a so-called fair election at all. But even though that is the case, what is important to us now, uh, uh, you know, now that he's in office, is not to, um, as they put it, unite and sell out to um, uh, Trump, but to continue to resist Trump and Trumpism in one form or another. And uh, it was part of, we had, uh, well, just uh, my, my, what came to me, uh, early, very early in the morning, we started to connect to Facebook. And I said, it looks like you get up and you did the same thing. You were awake and <clears throat> ruminating, rumi, ruminating about it. And the words that come to me is, occupy. I think we need to have a reoccupy. I think some of the folks that was five years ago, occupy, I was there from beginning to end in San Francisco, occupy to find a place. Where we can have a game, where we can have our connected, where we can talk to one another and say, and see what emerges. Marching in the street yeah. is good. The young people are really into it. I would be too if I knew. I but uh, thousands of several thousand students came out from five five high schools in San Francisco and came to City Hall and then uh, then <coughs> strolled and sauntered around the city saying. He ain't our president. Where do we go? Let's build a movement. And these are kids. These are a new generation. Yeah. And they're skateboards and stuff. So the word I'm using and what I wanted to use this the show for, and you're definitely part of it, uh, uh, brother. We got we got we got history behind us. Amazing history that we think of where we happen to be and what you. I remember bringing you to KPO Radio. And our manager then, Joe Rudolph, came, and we talked about what you had done. I was on the plane going to Cuba. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, that's, well, that's, that's correct. I, uh, um, among uh, <clears throat> From the days I was a, a young activist years and years ago yes, yes, yes. Uh, and became a target, along with many others, during the uh, counterintelligence program you know, at, at, at the end of the black at, at the period when the Black Panther Party was under severe attack in 1969. Uh, I, I hijacked a plane to Cuba and I went to Cuba for political asylum for some period. I didn't stay a long time, and I was, you know, moved to another country and so forth. And eventually, I was captured and brought back to the United States. But um, the thing is, um, you know, uh, I, I've tried to have a uh, consistent history of resistance in one form or another. Amazing, I'm not a leader. Man. Yeah, I'm like you. I'm, I'm not a leader. Uh, but I've always, uh, through you know, through my voice in or through whatever I could in to the struggle to give the struggle a little bit more strength, a little bit more vitality, and to answer some questions that people have in their mind about where do we go from now, where do we go from here, you know. Because uh, uh, I say the past six hands was the future to the now. And also another yeah. line that came to me, exactly. this is Spirit Speaks to Me. This is what she said, yeah. Sufi. And another line she said, dancing sideways down the ribbon of time. The, hmm. path, the, yeah. path, the path they had lit by the echo behind. 
And uh, Erica, I remember how we connected. We hung out here. You would come here for we were, you were a black anarchist, and at that time the anarchist. Uh, there was an anarchist gathering or something, and we connected and went around the city and talked about a lot of these things, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we did talk about a great many things, in fact. But, uh, that, that was an amazing experience that I still do uh, replay every now and then in my own mind. Well, here we were playing uh, it again, brother, thanks to the social media. Yeah, thanks for yeah. the social As I talked to you, we're being heard around the planet on the internet and it's a total free free situation we're on the internet i think we're under the radar if we are if we're not because all we this is music this is poetry mm-hmm. this is a bunch of a bunch of where they can't even categorize what we do but it's about yeah. free speech it's about being a free human being it's about what sister it's about love it's about uh, mankind waking up and being good and being nice and having a good time and being free and, and not oppressing other people anymore it's about us being more sensitive to each other and, and to the things around us and and we need to uh, have more power to make our laws we need to uh, to unite we, we need to unite the progressives and the pacifists and those who have a, a positive view of mankind not that negative death-filled uh, condemnation that a lot of religions and and, and, and uh, entities, uh, entities push on us, yes, uh, you know, with, with uh, pro- programming and, and uh, you know, uh, products and everything. Well, that's uh, that's what we're talking about uh, from different perspectives. This, this 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 show is called the Common Thread Collective, and after these four yeah. lines that came to me, cast a wide net, find that common thread, let the life flourish, don't yeah. panic. Well, look- let me say that I think also that we're going to have to rethink uh, rethink everything that we've done in the past in terms of, of activist uh, practice and and also how um, you know we got to this place where we are today, and you know and that's one of the ways we think our way out of this situation. I mean, you know, it's, it's part of what we have to do is to not just to have uh, spontaneous resistance in the street. I think that's extremely important. But we also have to rebuild. We have to rebuild the movement. We have to rebuild an alternative to electoral politics, period. I think this is that moment where there is widespread uh, uh, resentment against politicians, period, Uh, career politicians. We need to go beyond politics and put power in the hands of the people on the bottom. You know what I'm saying? People who feel like they have no hope and whatever. You know, the thing about the Trump movement is a false movement. It's, it's, it's by people who've lost jobs and, and so forth and so on, and they uh, put all their faith in Trump. You know what I'm saying? And what we have to do is we have to build from the, the left, if you will, an alternative to uh, Trumpism, which also brings uh, other people, gives them, gives them uh, a way to fight back against the kind of... Uh, austerity measures and stuff that the government's been doing for years and and also deals with uh, uh, what's been happening in terms of police terrorism. We have to have a movement that reflects that as well from our end of the spectrum. Absolutely. That's an antidote to Trump. Otherwise, we're just going to dance around a little bit, make a little noise, and that's it. We can't do that. We have to go beyond that and build. Build and rebuild. Bill, and what I say, that's why I said at the beginning, what I'm saying is to, to reoccupy we need to find, yeah, to find a space. That. Yeah. To find a space where we can get together, 
not under any ideological banner of this guy, this yeah. uh, Leninist, uh, Marxist, you know what I'm talking no, about. No, no, but no, no, I don't In fact, no. We're at, but so I say, uh, well, at this point, and we're going to continue being a voice of what's happening, because I know it's going to happen, it's time to reoccupy. Time, and yeah. right now, I, I got to hear, this is a storefront with a lot of room, and I got all these musicians that are here to play, they will continue to play, and people can express themselves in whatever way, but we do know that there's mm -hmm. a common thread here. That we yeah. well, we don't have to uh, even categorize an ideology, but we know yeah. that here at the bottom, looking up, we find one another. And the sister said to Joan that love is the basis. Hate will get you nowhere, and love will get you everywhere. Hey, Dave, you know this is a possibility for this first time that I've seen in a hell of a long time yeah. of all these different movements Coming and all together. these different peoples being able to come together and create a uh, common agenda, a common, a common broad-based agenda that doesn't leave out, you know, poor people, that doesn't leave out people on the bottom. In fact, maybe led by these forces and uh, can change this country and the world. You know, we haven't seen the last of it just because Trump gets elected. We haven't seen the last of resistance movements. Okay, it's uh, but hey, hey, so good to be having yeah, Lorenzo. Yeah, Lorenzo, thank you for calling in, and we hope you'll give yeah. us a call back again, and, and we can continue this week. kind of conversation. Yeah. And let's stay, yeah. stay to continue to get together, put our heads together here at the bottom, looking up, and we have these possibilities where we're kind of under the radar, where we can yeah. talk truthfully about what we're about, not with some ideology, not with uh, some. Uh, pre-adorned by joining us as a vanguard party yeah. but here at the bottom up if music is what you do play your music yeah. if poetry is hey, what Dave, you do yeah, it's, go a, ahead. it's love and struggle and, and I thank you so much for having me on well it's, 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 a, it's a pleasure brother so every we think about every week and I'll talk to you in between times just call me and every week yeah, give us a uh, yeah, give us a, your perspective as one of our far flung correspondents how's that all right. Fun, Chorus Butler, and it's so good to talk That's to you right. after yeah. all these from, years. From Kansas City. Love and struggle, y'all. Love and struggle. If you come to San, right. uh, my, if you come to San Francisco, I got a place. I live in that warehouse, the uh, this warehouse, and we got uh, we got uh, couch uh, surf, uh, surfing for sure. So let's okay. stay connected, brother. And now here's yeah. his sister with a couple of poems, and then we've got some live music. Yeah, welcome, Joan. Joan oh. Rivard is back and already has joined the conversation, but uh, I know you've got uh, some poetry and some comments for us today. Thanks for being here. Hi. <clears throat> it's good to be back here. It, it feels really exciting to be in this place with, uh, oh, I don't know, all this equipment and these glass windows between the rooms, and it just, I feel thrilled. Yes. I wrote this uh, when Bush became president, but I think that it might express some of the things some people feel now. It's called Hope America. Hope America, lift yourself up like some phoenix in some new day. It's not too late to reclaim your good name as land of liberty. All of mankind has hoped in your great dream based as it was on higher impulses that human beings can have, to make a world where none need grovel at the feet of bullies anymore or, or suffer needless want because of artificial economic means. Can you close the door? Artificial economic means. Yes. That's all right. I don't mind comments. There's a connection between people, a holy bond, which scientists have failed to measure with their graphs and charts. 
The pursuit of happiness, what a grandiose goal to save the little from the big. Isn't this just what Jesus meant when he said, love your neighbor as yourself? There's no doubt Jefferson had this in mind, as in candlelight he penned great charters to set us free from all the ills that had beset the world since men had learned to dig metal out of the ground to fashion money, chains, and swords. It didn't come out the way the founders hoped, but there's been times when it's come close. The New Deal and the war on poverty have earned high praise. Lawmakers braved assassins' bullets trying to free the poor, including two sons of the rich, the Kennedys, who tried to stop a war. Even today, dangers abound as heroes pray for courage in the legislative halls. They must be praying real hard right now, huh? <laughs> we must stand up against the ones who'd like to turn this country into one vast prison camp with cameras everywhere and giant penalties for everything so that we're caught, whether by poverty or prison door. The unjust laws they've made, contrived by greed and not diplomacy, should be removed from our law books the way a cancer is removed. The Patriot Act should be allowed to lapse. Some justices should go home now before doing any more harm. Undo, undo the larcenous laws that corporations and railroads made, the lies that lying liars told. Undo the complex scams of insurance companies that keep tightening their noose around our necks. Repeal, repeal, mandatory sentencing, three strikes, forfeiture, which have made us into something we didn't intend. We are too good for laws like this to soil our name, our vision of free men with compassionate hearts. Let's be as great as all the songs and all the hymns say that we are. Let's do something for history books to make our children proud. It's not too late to set things right if we will use the potent tools right in our hands, the Bill of Rights, the Golden Rule, the handshake of our neighbor too, can save us from the monster's jaw if we believe the thing that Jesus taught when he said we can do all that he did and even greater things. Thank you for elevating us here, Joan Rivard. Yeah, it fits in so well with what, what uh, Lorenzo talked about there in Kansas City, uh, people coming together, finding their common thread, and, find, and knowing this, what, what this uh, common thread, way, what collective is about, is uh, by pushing all that forward. A lot of us, uh, we're not sure what we're going to do, but, it's, uh, but obviously uh, bringing people together is a step forward. What do you think? Now, we got uh, these two are ready to do a I know. I know we've got to. Yeah, so please do. We don't know what we're going to do, but I think I know what some of us have. You know, we have uh, music, we have truth. We have goodness, you know, the people that yeah. try to stop war and save the planet, they're very good people. They're very, what, you, what some people would call righteous people. And, and they have a power in them that's in people that are good. So I, I, I don't know how else to say that. I'm with you, Joan Rivard. Thank you so much. And I'm sorry these guys are loud and <laughs> leaving the door open. Thanks, Dave. Um, <laughs> no, I agree. And, the, you know, we're here on the Common Thread Collective. We try to kind of shine light in the, dark, in the darkness and, 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 be, and connect with all the good people um, that we know are around the world and doing good things. And we just got to keep it up. So I'm telling you what, we're going to have a little music here. And then we're going to come back with a live show because we've got a lot of people. So we're going to figure out who's coming up next. And this one goes out to everybody who promoted for Prop 64. 
Happy 420, everybody. Congratulations, California. It's finally a green coast from north to south. Prop 64 passed. That means uh, marijuana will be legal for recreational use in California uh, as soon as the new law kicks in next, I believe, next year. Um, but we'll, we'll see what happens. But right now we've got um, higher ground out there in the studio, and they're set up and ready to go, and they're going to play us a couple songs. Go All right. Happy 420. Welcome. There is an herb, it's medicine, been here for centuries, since God knows when, give us our garden, 
of nature's hood. Let's all go smoke a joint right now and change the world. Now is the time. Take future's hand. It's time to set aside our fears and take a man. Raise up the banner. Liberty unfurled. Let's all go smoke a joint right now and change the world. Plant seeds for him. Plant seeds for smoke. Help the environment. And take a toe. Just take a toe. Roll up a body and keep the lip and Smoke a joint right now and change the world. Cause there is an herb. It's an herb. It's medicine. Oh, it's for a medicine. Been here for centuries. Since God knows when. Give us our garden. I'll go smoke the joint right now and change the world. Let's all go smoke the joint right now and change the world. Thank you very much. It's a good idea, too. Thank you very much. Okay, now this is another song I'd like to sing about puberty. I'm 61, and here we go. I want somebody that I can touch Not just a little, maybe way too much I want somebody who can dance and spin I want somebody who can take me in Cause I'm a frantic romantic Frantic romantic Frantic romantic Put me in I want somebody to untie my tie Under my vest, make me reach for the sky I want somebody to kiss my two So I can tell them how much I love you Cause I'm a frantic romantic Frantic romantic Frantic romantic Put me in the mood I want somebody that knows how to mess around Drive me crazy, don't be lazy till we both are heaven bound. I want somebody who holds me tight, knows how to love me all through the night. I want somebody who can stay up late, so I don't have to sit and masturbate, cause I'm a frantic romantic. Frantic romantic. Frantic romantic. I want somebody who kisses deep Knows how to love me even when I sleep I want somebody give my heart to Somebody special, somebody like you, cause I'm a frantic romantic, 
frantic romantic, frantic romantic, put me in a mood. Oh yeah, I'm a frantic romantic, frantic romantic, frantic romantic, put me in the mood. Thank y'all. Thank you very much. Hey, thanks, Higher Ground. Hey, so are you two, um, are you guys playing around town somewhere? you have any gigs coming up or any uh, any links to your music you want to share? Uh, well, basically, yeah. Um, um, you can find us on Reverb Nation, uh, Peter James Webster. Uh, I'm getting ready to set up some gigs. Just got a new CD out. It's called Living Blues. You can also email me at Living Blues. You can email me at roundedcornerstudio929 at gmail.com, and I can give you all kinds of links and all kinds of information, free tracks and everything. Thank you. Right on. Thank you, Peter. Hey, cool. I'm glad you showed up. I haven't, I haven't seen you play any music since the Carvita's house. Um, so good, good to be here listening to the Common Thread Collective here on mutinyradio.fm here in San Francisco. I'm a Global Val. I'm here with Diamond Dave. And our next guest is Peter Williams down from Alaska, a documentary filmmaker. Um, welcome to the show. Welcome in. I, I said to him, he's staying in one of the buses at my place. And I said to him early morning, welcome. Welcome in. Well, come on down. And you're on your, East, on your West Coast tour. You grew up in Sitka. And made this film. Tell us a bit about the film and the, how you, the, the film is about the, I guess, about the ceremony, respect for the animals that you eat, and that it's all about life is a ceremony for directions. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. So the film is called Harvest, and Harvest. it's about Alaska Native modern day use of marine mammals. So Alaska Natives are exempt from the Marine Mammal Protection Act in 1972. And we're allowed to hunt marine mammals for food, clothing, and to make arts and crafts to sell. Well, wow. Tell us some of the marine man mammals that are included. I know the otter. Yeah, sea otter in particular is, is what I hunt a lot in Sitka, Alaska, and seals as well, harbor seal. And so a lot of people don't know that it's legal. A lot of people don't know that animal populations have rebounded. And southeast in particular, sea otter populations are really doing well. There are about 25,000 estimated just in southeast Alaska alone. Wow. Not, not including We're the other parts about of Alaska. Otters. Sea otters, yep. Oh. Yeah, and so we made this film just to educate people, to let them know why we're doing this, how it's important to our culture, and wow. kind of the reasons why we're exempt, because it's such an important part of our culture, and we've really depended on these animals for thousands, thousands of, years. of years. Yes, yes, and they've really made our religion and our science and our art and our government, and so it's a really important part of who we are. And in making this wow. film, I really realized that it could really be about anything because it's all interconnected and we all depend on other life and sacred life to give us life. Wow. Well, as you see, that's what goes on here. And uh, what we go on here and how we're interconnected. And uh, the otter, uh, there must, uh, I don't know if those people really object to this, but in fact, the otter is a, a special beast, isn't it? Yes, yes, it's very sacred. It's you know, and life, is, life is sacred. Yes. Uh, that's something, too, that I find is, is sometimes people don't put it together. Like, they think because I hunt an animal for its fur that I'm not an environmentalist, when in fact I am. And 
recently voted the Green Party for president. So the film is called Harvest, and you're, and you're heading down to the Red Nation Film Festival in Pasadena. Is that happening this weekend? It is, Sunday. Okay, cool. Um, tell us a little more. Just We've got a few minutes here. Um, what are some of the um, uses uh, that... Um, of these animals that, that you hunt up there. Yeah, so with seal, uh, it, it has omega-3 fatty acids, like in the meat, and yeah. also the fat, so it's really good for you. And so rendering the oil is something that is really important, and they do it differently in different parts. Southwest Alaska is where my, my people, the Yupik, are from. Southeast Alaska is where I live, that's where mostly Clinkett territory, and they render the seal oil differently there. They use heat, but like my auntie will use time to separate it, so it gets kind mm. of aged. Uh, so that oil and, and that meat, but it's very, once it's cooked, it's very, it's very fishy, mm-hmm. which is also part of why I started to get into seal hunting is because I was noticing that my generation is, is lost the taste. The elders still have the taste, yeah. but there's more of this like junk, uh, fast food is oh, yeah. coming in and literally killing us. Mm-hmm. This is happening across the, on the reservations, particularly with indigenous native people. You got to get the, the just what you're saying is happening. And what about the the, the sea otters? Yeah, the otters. Which are actually one of my favorite animals. I, 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 <laughs> well, yeah, they're they're cute. beautiful. They cute. are. You know, they're very cute and they're very people-like and they're a sacred people-like. being. And, and that should be acknowledged. Um, and you know, hunting for me isn't always easy, and I and I don't think it should be. And that's something too that that with hunting i think with death in general we're really moving it out of our homes like there's nursing Mm. homes now we're we're moving death out of our homes we don't really harvest our own food um there's some gardening that goes on uh but even when we wash our hands we kill life and so that so 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 you found and you made made this film so there's folks who said go ahead there's a community of people who are i feel they're under attack they're under attack. A community of people who uh, understand the sacred, uh, the sacred act, the sacred ceremony of uh, of connecting by eating them, by living them, by looking at, seeing how they are, otters and seal. And there's a community like that in Sitka, where people get together, are the older generation get together and go out and go hunting together. You go hunt with a crew. No, I like to solo hunt a lot. Um, I'm allowed to take non-natives to observe. They can't participate in the hunt, but they can observe the hunt. So I do that as well. But I hunt. Um, I'll I'll give meat to other people and I'll give wow. fat fat to I'm other hungry. people. Um, like in particular, like, so my family's from Bethel area, and that's where I was born. So when I go back, I started to give my auntie a lot of the of the seal fat, and she really appreciated that. Rendering. Yeah, and she would render it, and I really got into the eating the oil, and I asked her how she made it. She's like, well, now you know how to make it. You're not going to give me anymore. <laughs> She's like, don't worry, Auntie. I'm going to make it. I'm going to bring you some. <laughs> and, uh, and there's no, I'm looking at Jorge Molina, who just told me something, and I just want to say, there's no, uh, the, if it's done this way, there's not a great possibility of food poisoning and people being in uh, did you ever did you ever get food poisoning from it? I didn't. There there's occasionally botulism. Botulism. Oh my and, goodness. Um, but but that often comes about with using these traditional techniques that have been around for thousands of years, mixed with modern day stuff like plastic. Yeah. And so so people get kind of concerned. Like when I say people, I guess I say like the DEC gets kind of like concerned about hearing these traditional techniques used with like plastic, because they 
you know, that wasn't around. It's not really. It's an adjustment. You're talking about the ceremony, yeah. the sacredness uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. of what you do. So, uh, so do you have people with you as observers, or is this, is this a, a lonely, uh, were you alone? How did you make this film? Oh, well, <clears throat> when, when I hunt, I really like to hunt alone, but I do take observers. And, and the reason why I like to hunt alone is because I feel really connected to the creator and to the universe, to the animals, to the water, uh, to my ancestors. Wow. And with the film, I, I was fortunate to meet two AmeriCorps. Uh, one, he's in Israel right now. Uh, he directed it, uh, Michael Dempster, and then Andre Lewis, who lives in Brooklyn. And uh, they both co-directed co this, and it's all financed ourselves and, and volunteer time and it's been in in the works for a while to be getting it out. And so here you're the native guy and in Sitka with your roots to the Eskimo and uh, you mentioned the Klinkit and the tribes there. So you, you have roots with people who have been there for thousands of years, been doing this for thousands of years. Is that right? That is right. And so oh, we mentioned it earlier, but so you're heading down to the Red Nation Film Festival in Pasadena here. Um, is there any other ways that people can connect with this film, Harvest? Well, we have a domain, but n nothing on it yet. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fair fair yeah, enough. And, uh, and I gotcha. We, we do. Uh, it's, it's Harvest, um, and we do plan to have it available online at some point yeah. nice. but right now we're doing the, the film festival circuit and played to a bunch of other film festivals and trying to use this as a momentum and stepping point to get outside momentum, of alaska with our film stepping point and nice. then also to show it into non-native focus film festivals because right now it's native focus film festivals is what yeah we're in, but we'd like to get it out there more how long is the film it's 21 minutes all right nice wow, that sounds amazing that's so very cool here. what an interesting yeah topic i'm so glad that you came through here and um you know you can always let us know um you can get connect with us and well, let us know uh you know where where it can be seen maybe in the future maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm, I'm, a, I'm a lifelong uh a student at a lifelong learner at city college of san francisco and we have there the Diego Rivera Theater. I was a player, Diego Rivera Theater, where uh, let me talk to the film department there. I'm not saying, and see whether we can get it shown there. That sounds great. To the uh, City College. Yeah. Why not? Making the connections. Yeah. That's that's Is that's Diamond Dave's yeah. uh, you know. hobby. It's, it's, a it's, a, it's a life it's a way of life for diamond dave well thanks for being here thank you and, and i see that we've got uh, an, a performer out here in the studio is it asher did i get that right yeah all right this guy's guitar and uh, and a harmonica and we're looking forward to seeing what you got all righty can you hear everyone can hear yeah. the whole world can hear Just a poor boy from a rich land. Oh, I'm just a poor boy from a rich land. And I'm sorry, friend, but I, I, I couldn't help it, man. No.
Well, I'm from a land so great that the grains are golden and the skies are wave. The eagles roar, the seagulls soar, even our kings wear gray. So they can hide from us, enslaved to the way to work, two to six jobs a day. king then we can say hey i look just like you but don't you see that's a bit of skew i say fuck it let's all start wearing color things up around here that was a lot of fun that was a lot of fun I hear you through this oh I know there's so much ah. that was fun one yeah. more yeah please all right this next one it's called smartphone blues <laughs> I 
now it's put me out of sleep woken me up for the sixth time this week and highly out of your dreams and you're scrolling looking to see if there's anything you haven't seen it's a bottomless hole and you think you're learning being social being kind but the loss of hours is crippling your mind and mine too an addiction like heroin or sugar in your food designed to keep your mind like glue fuck it give me a cigarette at least i'll keep my head beep beep now it's pulled me out of bed <laughs> like like smiley face like don't smile with your face just look into the light like like smiley face like don't smile with your face just look into the light and look into the light look into the light look into the light It's bright, it's clapping like a moth at night Distracted by its shimmer, my free will doesn't fight And it's new to me, this phone they call smart A gift from my lover to keep us close When we're apart, now we're close and we don't kiss Cause I'm staring into the abyss of bliss Of meaningless shit and I miss her lips and hips Far, I gotta quit I gotta quit Like, like, smiley face, like, don't smile with your face, just look into the light. Like, like, smiley face, like, don't smile with your face, just look into the light and look into the light. Look into the light. Look into the light. It's bright, it's caught me like a moth at night, and I hardly even write anymore. I don't know myself as well as I did before, and there must be billions more. Cause if it's got its grips on me, then it's got its grips on you. So I'm out here singing, I'm not wearing any shoes. Cause if you're looking down, well then my feet may catch your view, and the movement in my feet will tell you what to do. You lift your head up, you look into my gaze, and we'll embrace sharing in a moment spent face to face, and we'll escape from our lives into life with a smile. We'll lose ourselves in each other's eyes, and we'll laugh for a while, and we'll leave feeling happy. We'll leave feeling clear. We'll leave feeling smarter, and we'll leave with less fear. But when we get home tonight, when we get home tonight, oh no, it's like, like, smiley face, like, don't smile with your face, just look into the light. Like, like, smiley face, like, don't smile with your face, just look into the light and look into the light. Look into the light. Look into the light. Everybody, look into the light. But if we do this again tomorrow, well, then tomorrow night, we might not look into the light. Don't want to look into the light. Don't look into the light. Oh, no. Right on, Asher. Welcome to the Common Thread Collective. Hey, <laughs> Welcome to the Common Thread Collective. Thank you. It's beautiful <laughs> to be here. It's so, it's so Welcome fun. to the family. Yeah. Welcome to the family. 
I, I, I relate to Bob Dylan. I remember when I first met him, and he was 18. And with the Redwood of Gasparilla, he was kind of that, uh, that, uh, that tradition. That's what I mentioned. And for, he had the, for the first time, he came, came back from New York. Oh, good, E.K. is here. From New York. And he had that, he had it, it was playing his harmonica, harmonica around his neck, just like you are. And I had never seen it before. I didn't know. I was amazed. I could bring the harmonica and the guitar together, plus, plus with singing. It's amazing. It's called amazing. But anyway, he brought that back from New York. He learned it from uh, Dave Von Ronk and Fred Neal. And he brought back with him that, uh, that, uh, that, mechan that mechanism where you can hang your guitar, hang your harmonica around your neck and play guitar at the same time. And that's so good. And you got a rocket and life goes on rocking. Hey, thanks for coming, brother. Keep coming. <laughs> I want to say we want to see what you do as you develop, as who as you're, you're now in the embryo kind of just being born with your style, who you are. Now it's going to continue to develop and bring it right here to the Common Thread Radio. Do you hear me? Coco. Cool, cool. Fuck right. yeah, sure. And now we have Richard. Hi, Richard. Yeah. Today's Veterans Day. No. Yeah, it is. But we're all veterans in our own way. That's what I realize. Well, it's. Well. Uh, it's what the uh, price of war is, the Veterans Day. Uh, let's go shopping. I heard there's some sales on. Sure. Let's go. Let's go shopping instead. Call the whole thing off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, of course, Well, kidding. I'm a veteran of the war at home. That's right. And it takes me back to 8th Street when we were, when we were down. Weather Underground was coming out. Black Panthers were there. It was a, it was a, and with Jimi Hendrix. We had the, the Jimi Hendrix. Uh, the Quicksilver Messengers putting out the song, the songs that I ain't going to war no more. And that was, uh, but anyway, so here we are. So what you, what you got, what you bring? Um, well, let's hard, go with the hard stuff and then we'll leave it up with some shards that I wrote later to sort of bring it up. Uh, this is called, I, I think I might have read this last year, I'm not sure. Uh, but it's one of my veterans pieces <clears throat> it's called there is a wall there is a wall a black granite wall that reflects the living and the dead in its sheen and shine lives live behind this reflective edifice as people pass so do the reflections on the wall behind the wall the dead watch they look out at the living observing them as they weep and touch the names on these raven panels. The dead reach back. The scars of war are like this wall, a scar on the land and soul. Remembrances of the wall with personal items left at the base. Letters of their loved parents, children, brothers, or the eight sisters whose names are on this wall are left. And behind the wall, the dead watch. This chevron of pain holds the Vietnamese murdered by those whose names are on this partition. They also watch behind the wall, the dead and the living. Will they forgive? There are three male figures that represent the white, the black, and in their words, Hispanic, representing those who died in war, but there is someone missing. Native people who fight more per capita than any other group is missing, except for their names on this wall. There is no mention of this. 
World War II Iwo Jima flag raising recognized the natives with Ira Hayes, but in Vietnam there is no recognition. And the dead watch the living. The truth of this war is not told at this wall, only its tragedy. It never mentions the lives of this war. It never mentions the racism that existed. That would interfere. Whites hated the blacks by sending them and native people who were more often than not called chief, were sent to the front lines to do the dying. And gay people are never mentioned as our gay brothers and sisters are also died for these lies. I have never been to this wall in person. I have seen the replicas. I do not believe once there that I would ever stop weeping. And the dead continue to watch the living. Thank you for that one, Richard. The realities of war, the, the ignored realities of war. There's always a price to be paid. Nobody wants to pay it. And those who pay it have to suffer alone because we are too busy shopping. Oh, how afraid we are now. Oh, how scared we seem to have been all of a sudden. I've been that way 71 years of my life. I know people when they got conscious have been afraid of this country. I am sorry to tell you the results of this election are true and that now you finally woke up to it. They turned us into cowboys and Indians. As a young man, I wanted to be and believed in Indians. Later, that same young man, as that same young man, the Empire drafted me and turned me into a cowboy. I became a cowboy for their Christ and their true God money. When I look into a mirror, I see an American killer killing for the Empire. We made war against the Indians because they have what all empires want resources. America's wars have always been about cowboys and Indians. Ask the Indian with the blues who struggle with their own survival testify with the strong flavor and color of sadness. Their blood spilled on the soil of Turtle Island is the same as on the soils of Vietnam, Cambodia, Laos, and for my generation, and later Afghanistan and Iraq, and all the other wars between. Bullets to the heart, soul, and brain, yet our wars with native people go on today. In our current wars, our military still makes cowboys, but in this empire, its citizenry have become the Indian. This empire no longer needs you, and its only strong point is its military, so we've become the world's killers. We sat and watched our children being maimed and killed and some so damaged they killed themselves rather than live with the things they thought they could or would not do. I myself thought of it as an escape but decided never to shut my mouth as to the truth of these killings. There is a mother who reads her dead son's poems. They tell of his truths. It's what he left behind after taking his life from the euphemism PTSD. One sees her pain and the hint of tears that will last her lifetime as well as his father and brothers. As he identified with his native heritage as well as his Filipinos, 
He tried to find ways to survive, but his pain was too great. He needed to know we needed him to be a warrior for the truce he held. Goodbye, sweet warrior. We will not forget. This piece is dedicated to the Santos family and their son, Ruben Chip Santos. And it seems, uh, Richard, that we're entering a very special time. And uh, we're going to be called on. I feel we're called on to uh, bring to it what we can, and as elders now, to bring to it what we can and bring the people together. Yes. And, and in separation. And now we have a sister, Feather, from the uh, Feather is in, who's in uh, in uh, Standing Rock. Well, with many people, she's been there for quite some time. Mm, so we're getting a good. message from the uh, from the Lakota, Standing Rock. So hold on. Sorry. Yeah. Hey, Feather. <coughs> Feather, are you, uh, are you I'm here, Dave. Oh, well, we're here. So good to hear your voice. And, yeah, uh, and uh, anyways, to hear your voice, and we're having a lot of energy here, and it begins to seem, to me, begins to seem, is what's happening there is Standing Rock, that spirit has spread across the country. And people are looking at either that the whole the whole is greater than the sum of its parts, looking at what's happening, but using that spirit that came through at Standing Rock, and you'd be right there now. Is that right? That's right. We're right here right now. And I have a, a wonderful guest I would like to introduce immediately. Please. And this is Shelly Young. She's from Nova Scotia. She's the First Nations mother with a six-year-old daughter. And she works beautiful, beautiful ceremonies with, uh, with spiritual ways to uh, connect with Mother Earth and all of us and to give us the strength to do the work that we're doing. And I'm going to hand the phone right over to her, and you may speak to her, and she can tell you what, what she's been doing. Hello? Hi, Shelley. Welcome to the Common Thread Collective. Thanks for joining us today. My pleasure. How, how are we linked up and uh, linked up? You came all the way across the country, uh, across, yeah. across the border and across the country as a First Nation person from Nova Scotia. Is that right? That's right. Can you just hold on a second? got to take you off speakerphone so I could hear you. Okay. Yeah. Oh, this kid, there's, there's a child is there, too. All right. Sorry about that. Okay. Now I can hear you. Okay. And I can hear you loud and clear. And I think I, I hear your son, too. Is that your son with you? Is that my... Sorry? I, I thought I heard a child speak. What, what, no, this is just myself here. Okay. Well, tell us. You were uh, introduced as a First Nation person all the way from Nova Scotia. Tell us about your journey a bit and what's happening around you and what you see happening because the past takes out of the future through the now. And what's happening okay, is, so I, go ahead. I traveled from Nova Scotia, Canada last week um, to take part and to stand with Standing Rock because um, we're, we've been watching in that territory what's been happening, and we wanted to come up and help. A lot of us wanted to come up and help here, and uh, we also fight fracking and things such as that um, in Canada, and um, we knew that they needed the support. Um, my first feeling when I got here, um, or first what I observed most was um, – is a ceremony, and that um, the, at the camp um, it's peaceful. People, there's a positive energy there, and everything. All their actions are based on peaceful action, ceremony, and 
and it's very strict in that way and in that they are respectful even of um of the workers on the other side and of the any any kind of military police they're very respectful towards them and I, that's what I've been observing and also um I've been um helping conduct the water ceremonies each morning um so I've been leading the water ceremonies each morning at the camp um because they do start each day with a pipe ceremony and then a water ceremony where they pray at the river and uh yeah, it's just it's been eye opening, and we've had a few actions. Action of you guys living together. Oh, and I also sing and drum. That's there. right, I was singing and drumming. Beautiful. And the actions too of uh, that people are taken care of. People can work. Food is coming. It, uh, food is coming. Food is there. People are working and preparing food and feeding one another. Is that right? That's right. Everybody's um. There's a bunch of kitchens there. Bunch of kitchens. Um, there, there's quite a few kitchens there. Um, they because there's a there's a couple thousand people there, so oh they have a lot of mouths to feed and families to feed. So uh, people are there's a lot of volunteers there who are cooking. Um, there's also medics there, doctors, nurses, herbalists, uh, energy healers. Um, there's you name it, everybody's there. There's so many people from right across the world there. Wow! And this people are just helping one another. Well, you're making history and history. And so glad you're there, and I'm, I'm, so, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad you're there, and I know that you're glad that you're there. That, uh, oh, that, I'm absolutely yeah. happy I'm here, and, and I what's really pray that everything this, works out. This creative community, and now you got a video yeah. with winter coming, and people have to yes, winterize. Yes, absolutely. So all that must be talked about, too. I know Feather, I saw the pictures of the cute little yurt that she has. We'll talk about that in a bit. And so people are big in yurts and domes, and so a, a community is really arising there. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. People are um, um, with the with what they've been raising. Any any money that's been um, uh, donated to the camp, they've been buying yurts and buying uh, just everything that they can to um, for all the families to have um, uh, places to live for the winter. They're trying to get ready now for winter, and uh, they've been getting wood stoves. People are coming together and building these yurts as well and teepees. So they. You see, everybody, it's always like a lot of people working together throughout the day. And it's a very positive, positive energy there. And uh, new people are coming in uh, every day, too, driving up there, getting up there one way or another, not, not sure exactly, hoping it's, uh, hoping it's not a disaster, but it's not a disaster. And people are coming. Yeah. Like my brother, I don't know if you met him, another brother, uh, Rain, another Rainbow fam person, Tenali. He called me. He said he's almost, oh, he was almost there. So the, the, the idea of people coming fresh and lending a hand, so strangers yeah. become strangers become friends, friends become yeah. family, family becomes community, and community on the move. That's our movement. Absolutely. Oh, and it's all, all there's people from every kind of background there, from all across the world there, and it's amazing to see people coming together as one, and and it's just it's definitely something that's going to go down in history. And I'm happy to be part of it. Part of that history. Oh, I love you, sister. Keep doing what you're doing. And every uh, this time, every every Friday, we uh, we we, we get feather we get feather who 
is right there with you, helps bring it together so we can let people know what's going on and how we can be part of it. On the 15th, in front of City Hall, here, did you know there's going to be a big Yeah, event? there's going to be a big, um, in San Francisco on Tuesday morning, uh, November 15th, starting at 6.30 in the morning, there's going to be a sunrise ceremony, and then followed by a, a, a nonviolent direct action uh, at the um, US, Army, U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. So wow. So that's what thank you so much. That's amazing. Yeah, you have. I mean, you've. You, thank you for for being there and um, know that, you know, you are loved and supported and by people across the country and around the world. That's, thank uh, you so much. Yeah, thank you so much fine. for your support. Okay, well, it's good. It's, it's continuous and it's going around the country, and I think uh, you're going to see many. What, what's the name of, the, the, of your camp with the 2,000 people? Sorry? What's the name of your camp, of the community? The of, name uh, of the camp? Yeah. Well, it is... I, I don't know what you mean. Okay, well, you... Suppose we have seven... Seven... Okay. Seven... Oketi. Okay. Sakowin. Sakowin, that's it. And I think it means... Yeah, there's only... That's the main camp, actually, now. This is where everybody is. Okay. Yeah. And uh, there's also another camp, but it's a lot smaller. The Sheti camp is the, is the largest one. Wow, it's so beautiful. And that's where the majority of the people are. Okay, can, uh, so it's really great talking to you. Continue, we're going to do this every week, every week at 5. Can we get Feather back? Okay, thank you so much. I love you, sister. Thank Bye. you, Shelly. Okay, take care. Bye. You too. Hello, Dave. Hey, Feather. It's so beautiful, that sister. And it's so good to hear you, how you got creating community. Hey, did you see Tenali called me? He was on his way there. Ten I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. Oh, Hang on just a you, second. Oh, ten oh, Feather. Okay. Try Dave? Yeah. How are you? Hey, Feather. Is that you? Yes. Okay, you know, That's me. I just got a call yesterday from Tenali. He was up on his way up there. Have you seen him? All right, good. And uh, also, I talked to George of Organic Valley, and he just finished. You've talked to him, too. So, uh, really getting together a big order. Organic Valley is a great, so they're our sponsor and your sponsor, and they feed the people. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, we had a big uh, a semi come in on Tuesday. We had uh, five pallets of food. We distributed them to all the different camps. Wonderful. And the great thing about that is that is that uh, <clears throat> George has talked to the, the the board there, which is, it's, you know, Organic Valley is a true co-op, the largest uh, farmer's co-op in the world right now. Well, and amazing. the board has approved to um, consider this part of their their mission statement for humanitarian aid. So the um, they are uh, devoting part of what they produce to this humanitarian aid, and now they're going to be able to increase the amount of food and the frequency of the deliveries, and we're we're getting set up. And then also, they just approved five thousand dollars towards getting a, a a freezer, refrigerator truck wow. to have on site that will be very helpful. They'd be amazing, and very wonderful. And that the I believe the cos, cosmos, the cosmos brought us together. Rainbow Family, Organic Valley, and they came together. We saw first last year. I mean, there's a long tradition, but the but the Rainbow uh, Lakota Alliance is really strong and happening, isn't it true? 
Oh, yes, it is. It's very strong. I just talked to Lucid. He's bringing in several teepees to donate to the camp. For oh, beautiful. He should be here Friday. And Friday? Ne- next Friday? We this bu- Friday, Lucid will be here. Okay, we bring him on. I lost his number because I had to go to phone. But I really, can you get Lucid? I would love to talk to Lucid next Friday at this time with you. Uh, is that possible? Yes, it is. Well, fine. Well, I don't know what time Friday he's coming in. Well, check me. We're, we're connected to social media in all kinds of ways. You'll know. And this is later Friday at 7 o'clock your time. But Lucid, and and he was amazing camp at the Rainbow Family, at the Rainbow Gathering in the in the, in the Green Mountains. And his camp was called what with his teepees? All of his teepees. Yep, and Helen Redmeather's here, and we have lots of folks from Wounded Knee and... Many, many, many people from Pine Ridge and more coming in all the time. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> this is an amazing experience you must be having. And it's spreading. Yeah, there's I, over I 40 yurts that have been uh, erected uh, at the camp. 40, 40 yurts. yurts. Some of them huge. So and the burners, the, the uh, Red Lightning Clan from Burning Man set up one of their giant domes. I and know. now we're having our, our community meetings at 9 o'clock in the morning, and it's open wow. to everyone, and it's it's led through through prayer. It's begun with prayer and, and ended with prayer. One of our wonderful uh, Lakota uh, elder veterans starts the, the prayer and goes around, and everybody discusses what's going on. And it's a good way to hook up if you want to chop wood or you're going to help with the potholes. That was one of the things that happened today. Someone wanted to help fill in the potholes, and the whole crew went out and uh, improved the, the area there and... Uh, the, the water ceremony is just incredible, very, very important part of it all. Wow. And another thing I want to tell you, make sure that for people would like to come and look at the website, we have a, a website up, and it tells people what's going on and what to expect, how they can support. And let me get that to you right now. Yeah, we and, definitely uh, want to be able to spread that around. Oh, yeah, very, very, very important. So... Um, <clears throat> hold on, that's in my journal right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that the right spelling? Oh. Oh. It's really okay. Um, amazing o- what we Oseti do. Sakowin. Oseti. Okay, here. Okay, hang on. There's another sister here that can pronounce it better than me. Here you go. Okay. Okay, hi. Hi, welcome. I'm gonna. Uh, we're not on, on the air, are we? We are. We are. <laughs> oh, we are. Okay. Hey, what is going around the planet? Uh, this is Tony Cervantes uh, here at uh, Standing Rock, and um, the name of the camp is Ochete Shakowin Camp, and I'm gonna spell that for Do you. Do it. O C E T I S A K O W I N camp dot org. Okay, I got it. Wow. I got it. Okay. Wow. <laughs> and that's so that's Great. the web. That's Thank- the website that'll give uh, all the information of the of the items that we still need. Please don't send summer clothes or <laughs> flip flops. <laughs> But we, uh, it'll tell you all the things that we need. There's also a donate button if you want to donate to the camp. It's the largest camp of all three of them. 
by far it's where all the direct action takes place, where all of the um, uh, other events are planned and happen, like the horsemen and the veterans procession that happened today. Oh, so beautiful. So this is the camp you should be donating to, and uh, we really need it because it's by far the biggest one. And well, it's where the most action takes place. Well, we will definitely put it on. Um, I'm taking notes, so I'm going to put that on our Facebook page, Common Thread Collective. We're here at mutinyradio.fm in San Francisco. And so when the podcast of this broadcast goes up, I'll, I'll also post uh, all the information there so people can uh, can do that and check in. And, and uh, thank you for, for being there, and thank you for uh, the strength that, that you've uh, summoned to, to go and be a part of this movement. Hey, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's my privilege and honor to be here. Thank uh, you so much. Yeah, I saw on Facebook yesterday uh, the pictures you took of, of, of the building of your yurt. And you have this beautiful little yurt that's, uh, that looks really cozy and warm. I wish I was there. Oh, they're beautiful. And the enthusiasm and passion that people have to help. I mean, people are out here chopping wood and uh, building uh, temporary uh, in, places to live and people are helping in the kitchen at all hours of the day and night it's it's just incredible it's like the the new world it's amazing it's a new world but it's a very old world there's the coming together of that spirit of the indigenous spirit of the past of people living together in teepees and not to talk about property this is mine and this is mine and i better have it but finding community. And this is going around the world. It's around the country. I think it's time to reoccupy people wherever you are. Find one another. Find I one agree. And start a I community agree. that can be done. I think we're living in this era, this post, this Trump era, which means that we even more, this guy, this incompetent jerk, who is offended. No, anyway, I don't know that sense going into it. But what I want to say is it's time for us to come together to reoccupy from that very old spirit, indigenous spirit, to the new world of today. And the, uh, it is. And it is. It's time for us to, to honor the treaties that we've made so many years ago, 1851 and 1869. Yes. And I think it's time for us to kind of look back at the elders and the, and the wisdom of the indigenous cultures if we're going to move forward and survive as a, as a species. Hey, I love you, sister. And I'm turning uh, 79 tomorrow. Talk about elders. <laughs> I never thought I'd be Well, you sound fabulous. Well, fabulous is uh, who does. Well, I say, uh, I say, what do I say? I say a bunch of stuff. I say it's a a zigzag journey, a a spiral dance. A zigzag journey and a spiral dance. That's what the goddess told me when she speaks to me, and she does. I'm a Sufi. So anyway, here's Richard. Do you have something you'd like to say? Is there anybody else you want to put on? Well, um, uh, my name's Richard. Um... Well, I was lucky enough to be around uh, in 1969 when all the uh, uh, events happened at Alcatraz and then later the longest walk. And uh, So I'm uh, one of these lucky white men who've been around and have known many, many, many great uh, Native people. So, uh, uh, And what's going on at Standing Rock as an elder, um, I, I can't tell you how happy I am. Uh, there are days that I get depressed as uh, who wouldn't. Um, but when I see what's going on in the young people, I do talk about the seventh generation since uh, Wounded Knee. And you guys are it, and you're on the front lines, and you're showing the world what can happen. And you're having an effect. Um, and all of us who've been talking about this uh, are, are, are continuing to talk about it. And I think the word's beginning to come out. And even some of the people who uh, I would have thought, well, you know, I don't care. 
are starting to take notice. And, <clears throat> and uh, with Trump, uh, I knew he was going to be elected. I come from that country. I know those people. And uh, so it doesn't shock me. that I think this is their last hurrah. Uh, they're, they're desperate. And, um, and it's not that they're stupid. They're not. Uh, they've been ignored as well. But the problem is, is they blame everybody else except for the ones who are really responsible for it. And the ones who are responsible for it are the ones who are doing it to us all. And that's why the solidarity is so important. And that's what's going on out there. And teach my younger white, black, and, and uh, yellow brothers the truth of the natives and what the truth is here in this country and what happened to you and where you stand now. Because every time native people have stood up in this country, there has been a teaching moment. And this is another one of those teaching moments. So from the bottom of my heart, I want to tell you, Thank you for standing, and thank you for recognizing the seventh generation. Wow. Thank you, sir. Yes. That's, uh, that's Wonderful. Uh, we're so, we're so um, pleased and honored to be connected to the people, the good people out there at Standing Rock in, South, in North Dakota, uh, the water protectors out there camping to protect water, culture, land, environment, and, uh, and, and really showing us something, you know, lessons to be learned, right, yeah. Richard? Yeah. And um, we're here on the Common Thread Collective drawing those, uh, drawing those connections, uh, reaching out across the planet on mutinyradio.fm here every Friday um, from uh, our little corner in San Francisco. And I know we've got our friend Rainbow out there in the studio, and he's going to play us uh, one song. We're moving along. Um, we've got, uh, it's about 520 right now, so we've got a little while left in our show. And... Uh, Wow, it's been another powerful show. It's been a it's been a wild week, and it's a powerful show. And this is uh, I've been looking forward to coming here all week because I knew that here's where we have the community. Here's where we connect with everybody. Here's where all the even all the, the confusion and sadness can can come together and and uh, join hands and and look look forward. And Rainbow, he might he might not be able to hear me. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> And I just, I'm this section. Oh, I just remembered the IWW, the Industrial Workers of the World, in their constitution. This is going back to the turn of the last century. And again, their constitution was, we're about building the new society in the shell of the old. And we're using radio to do that. This is, uh, we're, we're, we're adventuring, we're, we're, we're transcending, transgendering all past categories. Hey, Rainbow, you ready? Look at that guy. What a character. I want to give Rainbow the thumbs up. And then it kicked all again. I can't believe it's really true. Just what that poor girl ever. Gotten caught smoking a doobie, and I'm a young boy, leave a beer. And here comes Johnny Lowe. Yeah, he's in. 
protest song against police brutality. It's called Here Comes Johnny Law. I'm standing on the edge of the night and just waiting for the daylight. I try not to let my love slip away and get in the light of day. I can't believe it's really true. Another job. 
six up, six up, six up. We got to move on, Rainbow. But Rainbow, I have a question for you. Did you ever think? Thanks so much for having me today, Val, Dave. You're always welcome. Can, can you hear me out there, Rainbow? What's that? Can you hear me out there? Because I have a question for you. Oh, okay. Did you think that in your lifetime, pot would become legal in California? I mean, it's already legal in Amsterdam. <laughs> the rest of the world just needs to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for waking us up, Rainbow. Thank you for that. Here comes Johnny Law. All right. So we're we're looking right here. We're at the 5:30 mark. So we've got uh, about well, 15 or so more minutes of the show. So I know I've got James Ellis is out there waiting to get up there in just a couple minutes, and we've got E.K. Keith right here in the booth. So, James, you get yourself set up out there, and we'll be with you in a couple minutes. Nice to see y'all. Welcome, so, E.K. So is anything new going on, Val? <laughs> like like what? <laughs> I don't know. Is anything new going on in politics? Well, it seems oh. like there is. It seems like there's a yeah. It seems like a lot of people are talking uh, about politics, yeah, sure. which is interesting since, you know, traditionally so many people have been so apathetic about politics, but right? something seems to have changed this week. I know. It's, it's pretty interesting. It is interesting. Can we shut the door, too, in a second? Um, Don't sit down, Dave. There's yeah. Yeah. No, you know what? Actually, uh, E.K., yeah, on, on Women's Magazine earlier, I was talking about how there actually have been a lot of women who were uh, who won their elections this week. Um, a lot of internationally, uh, like people who have been born in other countries but moved here as kids. Uh, we've got um, a lot more diversity uh, on, in the in. The House of Representatives and the U.S. Senate. Um, there are at least like eight women around the country that we that I highlighted in Women's Magazine today, who are um, not your traditional candidate. Whether they be Indian, East Indian American, uh, there's a Thai American woman who's, go, who's yep. go going up, and um, and we got of course Kamala Harris yes. is going to be our new senator from California. Pretty exciting. Um, so I, you know, Congress is going to get pretty interesting. You know, even though the Republican 
Republicans did win the majority. Uh, it's, it wasn't a, a landslide majority. No, it is pretty interesting. It really it's, is. It's, it's, not, it's not quite the balance I was hoping for, but it's pretty interesting. Yeah, things are, things are not going to get, uh, I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to stay lively, that's for sure. Yeah, as long man, as- and then everything's going to be just a little bit more expensive, too. It's like a little more expensive and a little more uncertain. It's kind of funny. <laughs> ah, the uncertainties. Um, so, EK, it's good to see you. It's nice to see Looks you. Looks like too. you've got some poetry there. I, I do have some poetry here. And this is kind of new. I've been, it's been a while since I've been over here. I know. Welcome back. Thank well, you're a busy you. teacher librarian. You know, it is. Like, once I'm in the school year, it's sort of like. Yeah. All so, right. anyway, yeah, I got. Cool. I got I got a, a couple of, of newish things. Nice, nice. Well, Dave, we, we're gonna we gotta keep moving along uh, here. No, I just have one, one <laughs> sentence. Moving along. That uh, this is the first time in a while that uh, that uh, the poems under the dome. The three of us are together again, and uh, we just want to remind people that it's gonna be when April. It's gonna be April twenty seventh. 2017 in the North Light Court at City Hall in San Francisco wow. from 5:30 to 8 p.m. Wow! And it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be year 12. Sure, 12. I know. I've, oh I've been there for all 12. How about them apples? Well, we should, let's, <laughs> let's be good, lively. Anybody wants to lend a hand, lend a hand. Our uh, our Facebook page is up, isn't it? Poems under the dome. I don't know. I there don't is, get on yeah. Facebook, but someone always. Yeah, we have a Facebook page. Someone always yeah. manages to get a poem center. It's up there. It's yeah, up it's there. there. And then there's Somebody always poemdome.net is the website that people goes pitch active. in, and I don't do Facebook, so somebody pitches in for that. We're proud of you for that. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. So it's good that we're this is the first word we gather. It's, we still have to April to get together, and this is our first ever reunion. So we should do this regularly regularly uh, and put it out there to people which we will because we did in the past and number 12 I can't believe it number 12 all right vision there of a, of a Dave of a, uh, poems under the dome 13 years ago and I'm still here my birthday party, I want to invite you oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Diamond Dave's birthday party tomorrow, tomorrow at Adobe Books from 6 to 9 p.m. And Trio Combio is going to be playing at 7.30. And then on Sunday, E.K. and James Ellis and Jennifer Barone and Bloodflower and I are going to be at Adobe Books from 5 to 7 on Sunday. So it's a 24th Street weekend. We hope you'll yeah. come out. So, and after, after we're done uh, at Adobe, we're going to cruise across the street to Modern Times. They're having their last poetry blowout right right kim yeah. shuck and that's not another member i got to talk about kim shock yeah she's, she's up for poet laureate i know she is and she's got the energy got the power so we're supporting one another we're loving one another and time to reoccupy and that's what i'm about so take it away ek all right well so i just have this one little tiny piece today which is good since you know well, now I've just got this one piece, Val. I know, and and I've been, you know, how I try to write long, but really I naturally write short. So everything I just said is actually longer than the poem itself. So I'll just move on through. It's called, it's called argument. All lives matter. He mansplains to me, but bodies of darkly skinned Americans pile up as evidence against. So I say, prove it. 
prove it. Let's see the new world prove it. Thank you, EK Key. Thank you, Val. I'm so happy to see you all today. Yeah, it's good to see you. It's been too long. I know. But well, you know, I had today off. I had a Friday off, so here I am. Good. I'm. You deserve it. Um, you're listening to the Common Thread Collective here at Mutiny Radio. And uh, coming up next, we've got James Zealous. And he's going to be performing out there with uh, Asher. Thank you, Global Val. Are you going to be reading some Jay Krishnamurti for us? I am, and thanks for having me. It's Mr. Bloodflower on the piano. And our man Asher on the harmonica. It's J. Christian Merton. The tops of the mountains beyond the lake were in dark, heavy clouds, but the shores of the lake were in the sun. It was early spring, and the sun wasn't warm. The trees were still bare, their branches naked against the blue sky, but they were beautiful in their nakedness. They could wait with patience and certainty, but the sun was upon them, and in a few weeks more, they would be covered with tender green leaves. A little path by the lake turned off through the woods, which were mostly evergreens. They extended for miles, and if you went far enough along the path, you came to an open meadow with trees all around it. It was a beautiful spot, secluded and far away. A few cows were sometimes grazing in the meadows, but the tinkling of their bells never seemed to disturb the solitude take away the feeling of distance, of loneliness and familiar seclusion. A thousand people might come to that enchanted place, and when they had left with their noise and litter, it would have remained unspoilt, alone, and friendly. That afternoon the sun was on the meadow. And on the tall, dark trees that stood around it, carved in green, stately, without movement. With your preoccupations and inward chatter, with your mind and eyes all over the place, restlessly wondering if the rain would catch you on the way back, you felt as though you were trespassing, not wanted there. Soon, soon you were a part of it. Part of that enchanted solitude. There were no birds of any kind. The air was completely still. And the tops of the trees were motionless against the blue sky. The lush green meadow was the center of this world. And as you sat on a rock, you were part of that center. It wasn't imagination. Imagination is silly. It wasn't that you were trying to identify yourself with what was so splendidly open and beautiful. Identification is vanity. It wasn't that you were trying to forget or abnegate yourself in this unspoilt solitude of nature. All self-forgetful abnegation is ignorance. (laughs) 
with the shock or the compulsion. So much purity, all compulsion is a denial of the truth. You could do nothing to make yourself or help yourself to be part of that wholeness. But you are part of it. Part of the green meadow, the hard rock, the blue sky, and the stately trees. It was so. You might remember it, but then you would not be a part of it. And if you went back to it, you would never find it. Thank you for that. <laughs> the beauty of bringing us into our presence. Thank you, James, for reading J. Krishnamurti. Thanks, Asher, for being on the harmonica and Bloodflower for being on the piano. We are so lucky to be here at Mutiny Radio here in San Francisco. Uh, proponents of free speech are we, um, you know, artists, lovers, uh, peacemakers, and uh, we know that there are a lot of you out there as well and um if you're listening to the show you probably are <laughs> that's that'd be my that'd be my guess um my, my right that'd be <laughs> <laughs> but um you know in this transition time in this uh in this challenging moment in our country um you know we still just need to shine the light where we can uh, still proceed with love in our hearts and uh, look out for one another and don't lose this momentum uh, to change the way that our country is governed uh, to change um, to, to not be afraid to to, to get out there and um, connect with people and try to push um, for a, a more just and equal society yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of good opportunities that are going to be coming up to make the world a better place. We're emerging, and so uh, and here we are, EK, Val. Yeah. Uh, it's so good to be, have be here and have this connection and bring it out to the world, and it's a to be continued. That's right, and um, and I'm going to read one poem here, and then I'm going to play a little Leonard Cohen uh, in tribute to Leonard Cohen who passed at age 82. I guess just yesterday, huh? It was yesterday, wow. and uh, but he has a new record out, and it's amazing. And so play some Leonard Cohen to take us out, and we're dedicating the show in a way to his spirit, which was amazing. He wrote poetry, he wrote books, he played his music way up to the very end. And uh, there's a great article, there's like a copy, leather copy maybe last week or the week before, or the New Yorker. Bob Dylan is on the cover. And inside is an interview, well, more than an interview, a guy who spent some time with Leonard Cohen in his old age. There's no sign. 
in it. He says, I'm old now, but that's as close as you get. So anyway, Sister Val, uh, go ahead. It's so beautiful to see how uh, what, what emerges each and every Friday right here. And thanks to uh, Organic Valley Co-op. Yes, thank Bath you, Organic Valley, for hey, sponsoring George. our show. Hey, Teresa. Hey, uh, uh, and the spirit so, of collectivism. So and, uh, and they're also sponsoring the, sponsoring the, helping sponsor the kitchen. At, uh, at, uh, and the Standing at, Rock at Camp. Standing Rock. Mm-hmm. And I know they, uh, every year at the Rainbow Gathering, uh, they send a semi of milk and cheese. And this is what they're about, milk, cheese, and eggs, Organic Valley. And, uh, and there's Organic Prairie, which is organic meat. And they'd be doing it, and they'd be using it to lend a hand to everybody. And there are, there are underwriters here. Hey, George. Hey, Teresa. Hey, all, all you guys. Thanks for all you do. And I love you back to what you do. And with this be human public radio, and we be doing it. So take it away, Val. All right. Well, here's a little poem here that, you know, might, at least for me, it kind of explains a little bit about the situation we're in. And so I hope it serves as a reminder that education is more than what comes out of a box. This is called Propagandists. They took the millennial generation tuned it to war or to permanent vacation. PTSD, can you spell reality TV? All in the realm of dangerous entertainment, fusing the imagination with misrepresentation of humane behavior. Wow, Val. So beautiful. You're quite a poet, lady. Thank you, friends. And it's so good that the spirit brought us together way back then. Start again. So many uh, podcasts. If you go to ObediaRadio.fm, uh, this show will be broadcasted as soon as it's over. Each and every show. And uh, each and every show. And we progress. And our community is coming together. Take it away. Hey, let it go. I love you, brother. Let's hear some more. Yeah, the war. They will. Fought again the holy dove, she will be cut again. Bond and soul and bought again. The dove is never free. Ring the bells that still. I can't run no more.
faces say their prayers out loud. But they've summoned, they've summoned up a thundercloud. They're gonna hear from me.
Pervert fervor is fervoring right now here. Getting started for the Mutiny Radio Happy Hour. Pervert fervor. Fervor, fervor. So many fervors. Megany Moody is way into your heart. One beepity boop at a time. Pervert fervor. <laughs> 